Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show. Brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM. The fan. Boy, you can feel the weather getting awfully nice, so you may want to uh, make sure your air conditioner is working. If it's not, if you're hearing sounds or it's just not kicking in, make sure you call my friends at Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling, the only employee-owned HVAC company, I believe, in the state of Wisconsin. So I'm excited about today's show. I've had our guest on a different show that I do call Faith in the Zone. But she happens to be in town, and uh, any chance I get to talk to Kelly Kennedy, I take it. And she is our special guest, along with her daughters, Finley and Caitlin. We'll talk to them in the second, probably second and third segment. And uh, we're talking youth sports, youth basketball, and volleyball. And let me give you a a little bit of a breakdown on Kelly. Um, She's a mom, that number one, right? She's an author and a former Division I women's basketball coach. And her, I think her knowledge of the game of basketball, and, and now that she's more involved in the youth game, I'm just interested to see her kind of input and, and what she thinks, where the youth game has gone and where it is going. Uh, Kelly Kennedy, it's nice to see you. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic, Mike. It's so good to see you. Welcome to Milwaukee. You know, we're, we're recording this on Friday because you guys play on Saturday. It's really rainy, but I understand tomorrow's going to be in the 70s, so hopefully sunny. And Is this uh, your first time in Milwaukee? First time to Milwaukee. It's a well, great little town. It is. It's a, You know what? Born and raised here. And uh, I love it. My wife loves it. And uh, I don't know if we'll ever move out of, out, of, uh, out of Wisconsin. We might move one day out of the city of Milwaukee. That might be coming soon. Maybe to a suburb or something. But we raised our kids grandkids everybody's close and so we'll find something but we we might move somewhere but not I know I'm not moving to Ohio <laughs> no, you're not gonna not gonna get away from this lovely weather in Ohio no hey Kelly can we talk a little bit about your background you've been in the in and around the game of basketball a really long time I have I had the opportunity to coach at the collegiate level for 13 years from uh Big 12 conferences to the Mid-American to from an assistant coach to a head coach. So I've, I've been around the block um, and then got to coach. I've been coaching my daughters for, oh, my gosh, 13 years. Wow. Um, so from my oldest, from kindergarten all the way through eighth grade, and now my younger two who are in seventh and ninth grade uh, had the opportunity to coach them through youth sports. So this is, and, and one of the interesting parts for me on, on this is that you are going to be, an, you are now an assistant coach for, a, is it um, both, both teams, both girls? I know uh, Finley's team, right? For, for Finley's AAU team, I, am, I was asked to, to help out, so I'm an assistant, and it's really been a neat experience so far. Have you um, been on the bench as an assistant coach with Finley yet, or has it just been practice? I have not been on the bench yet. They played in one tournament, and I was actually at my daughter's volleyball tournament, so I didn't get to see them play. So this is my 
my first voyage with them on the bench at a at, at a USJN tournament. So it's a pretty big tournament. So I'm. How much have you had the 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 thought process of what your role is going to be? Because I, I've seen I've seen people that have been head coaches that are better as assistants, and I've seen people that have been head coaches that that's a tough role for them. I'm actually really excited to have the assistant role. Um, I think the big thing is I don't have to make the big decisions, what we're running, what we're doing, but I get to be there and and look at the the little details. Okay, what's working, what's not, who should we sub? Hey, coach, let's – Let's put this one in. Um, and we, he and I talked yesterday, the head coach and I talked yesterday. He's like, you know, he goes, sometimes I get lost in the substitutions and I'll just put kids in. And he goes, so, so if you can help me out there. So, so we've talked about uh, some of that. And I just want to be a supportive role and really be there to help these kids. Because I know some of them are pretty nervous. Yeah. Well, good. You know what? I I think it's really encouraging to me that you guys have had that conversation because um, and and the fact that he was willing to have that conversation with you. Look, when I was when I was a head basketball coach at the high school level, my staff, I believed every assistant coach was a better coach than I was. I, I went to find the best people I could. And I know some other coaches that go the opposite way. They get a little intimidated. And I, I always look. I'll be the face of the program. You guys, I need you guys to do, you know, this stuff. And and, and one guy is so great in fundamentals. Another guy defensively way better than me. And so I think it's interesting that he had that conversation with you. I think that's a really good sign. Yeah, and we also had a conversation. I, I in practice, I said, Hey, am I am I saying too much? Where where do you want me in this role? And he said, listen, I'm a type A personality. I like type A's. I like aggressive people. So you can't offend me. I want you to step in. You know basketball. So I want you to help. And you know what? If if I offend you, you know, tell me. But um, in that regard, he gave me the green light. But I also have the perspective of I'm not going to overcoach these kids. Right. Um, let's just give them some of the little points that – that can help them. And look, you, you coach at a whole different level than I did, but I, I have been, I know, um, I know an assistant coach that's not staying in their lane. Like I've, I've seen that been around it. I have been through it and I, I'm sure that you have as well. And so your whole mindset on how you're going to do this assistant coach role, I think probably comes from all of the experiences that you've had. And not just experiences in coaching basketball, but I've spent the last four months watching my daughter's volleyball AAU team, and this coach didn't have an assistant, and you're playing at a high level. And and I was thinking, I needed an assistant coaching seventh grade basketball. I wanted interaction. I had to throw something out. You know, hey, what do you think? Am I seeing this? Am I not seeing this? So from the perspective of, just everybody needs an assistant, and if you could be a good assistant, that's just helping. Hundred percent in the process, not trying trying to take control. I I I want no control over this. I just want to be there to support, and and really, the ultimate is for these kids. Why are they here? 
they're here because one, a lot of them want to play college basketball. They love basketball and they just, they do want to get better. Some of them have more knowledge than others. So it's working through that. And really, as I see the head coach, you know, as head coaches, we kind of tag kids, Yes. you know, and, and I'm very conscious of that to see, okay, is that, is, is, what does this one need? Um, because is this what the head coach is seeing? How can I help that, that player maybe come out of a little bit of, of maybe what the head coach sees, maybe he's not seeing everything that she can do. Kelly, that's, that is, that is almost the definition of a good assistant coach, right? And, and having loyalty to the head coach is, is number one in my book. And look, if you as an, as an assistant coach want to be a head coach, I tell young coaches, go elsewhere. Go, you know what? Put your stuff in all over the place, but don't, you know, don't stab this guy in the back because you want his job. Don't do that. You argue all you need to in the coach's office, and when you walk out, you walk lockstep with that head coach. We're talking to Kelly Kennedy, and, and, and it's such – look, we are really lucky to have her to come in and for us to do this show because not only is she an author, but now she she is a mom that's coaching her daughters, and she was a Division I basketball coach. Assistant coach, head coach, and so she's been around the game a long time. You can go to Coach Kelly Kennedy, one word, CoachKellyKennedy.com. Her book, and we talked about her book a lot on Faith in the Zone, Broken to Bold. I read the book, and there's something in there for everybody. Look, Coach Kennedy lays it out, and she didn't she didn't pull any punches. To, at least when I read it, that's what I thought. Highs and lows of her life. And there's something in it for grandparents and coaches and kids. And I just think it's a really, it's a quick read because you're not going to put it down. And uh, thank you for writing that book, by the way. Thank you for reading it. Um, it. It was meant to give coaches insight into the good, the bad, the ugly, um, and and really maybe help some coaches look at things from a different perspective or know that what you're going through, others are going through and have been through. And I think that's the biggest thing that coaches need to know. You're not alone in this. We all had struggles. We are all in our own heads going, am I doing the right thing? You know, you got the pressures from the outside and, and what, you know, how, who can I turn to? I I need help too. Kelly, did you, and I'm. I, this is like I, I was thinking about this when I when I read it. Did you realize when you wrote the book that there were pieces of it for every like head coaches, assistant coaches, grandparents, parents, players, fans. I mean, there is something in that book for I think everybody. I think when I did write it, Mike, that I was thinking of because I was a mom. Right. I coached youth sports. I observed I was an assistant I had success I had failures so in writing it honestly it was a prayerful thing of okay what messages do I need to share and what do people need to hear and what might help them so it 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 was intentional to to help from all aspects well good thank you for it because I I'll tell you what guys if if you go to coach Kelly Kennedy or if you just google broken to bold it's on Amazon. It's on. You can pick it up anywhere. But if you go to CoachKellyKennedy.com, you really get a good feeling 
about who Ke- uh, uh, Kelly is, what her beliefs are, why she wrote the book, and there's a number of ways to get a hold of her if if you want. She's still look. She's a speaker. She's a, a mentor um, and a basketball coach, and she's in from Ohio. Where are you guys? Where do you guys live in Ohio, by the way? We're in the Akron area. Okay. We're just kids from Akron. There, there it is. <laughs> Can you still hit a jump shot, by the way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, do you want no part of me on the court, Coach? <laughs> you want no part of me, Horace? One-on-one, I might struggle because I don't think I could stay in front of you to mm. save my life. And I wouldn't play her in horse because I just wouldn't because I'll talk a big game, but I got nothing to follow it up. We've got about two minutes left in this segment, and I'm going to get back to you, I think, in segment three on this. But you're feeling um, – let, let me start with this. You know it's really important for kids to participate in youth sports. We've had this conversation can you talk a little bit about, as a mom, why you think it's really important to, to have your kids uh, in athletics? There are there are several reasons. I, I think one number one they they need to be active, uh, get out of get away from their devices and and but they need the the teamwork, working with the team, the community, the relationships, uh, the competition. You know, the life is, is competition. So if you could do this in a game and, and challenge yourself, what are you going to do in life? And if you can translate those, those skills. And, you know, most of all, I think um, just challenging yourself and getting out of your comfort zone, which is a big thing with, with young women. And I'm seeing it. My daughter is a tremendous athlete. And... I mean the and the the self doubt that a lot of these kids have right. that hopefully we can pull that out as like hey just go out and and it's okay to make mistakes I think that's the biggest thing I talk to these kids about that you're gonna make mistakes and that's okay and and it's it's a game but but how are you gonna respond Yeah, amen to that. Um, how many kids do you have total? I have three daughters. And how? And you, so uh, Finley's fifteen, Caitlin's thirteen. How old is Molly? Is seventeen. And and what what grade is Molly in? So Molly's a junior. She's a, a volleyball player, and right now going through the recruiting process for volleyball. So that's been fun. What um what level is she? Do you believe? You know, she's being recruited by some. Div- like lower division ones and and some D2s that ironic the neat thing is they've all won national championships wow. at the D2 level so she's being That's recruited big. by high level D2s Does she like the recruitment process? Uh, she doesn't love it. Yeah. Um, Do you like it's it? a lot of work. Cuz you you were on the other side of it. I don't love it. Um, I think the biggest thing is we want to find a good fit for Molly. So I'm being very proactive in the process because she doesn't know what she wants. And we've been going through the process like schools that are interested, then we're looking because it's a relationship, right? They have to think you're cute uh, to get a phone call, (laughs) right? right? It's like dating. Yeah. Um, So we've been finding schools that are that are interested and then going to see them and it's been neat because she thought she wanted a bigger school, and then she visited a couple of these smaller, but the D2s, very competitive programs, they're smaller schools, and a couple of them, she's like, we got in the car, and she's like, I love it. Wow. Um, so you, it's neat. You, hey, I have to tell you, this. so this brings up a whole new show for us. 
mm-hmm. because the, the if if I said to you and we don't have time, but I may later in the show, or I'll ask you to come back. But when you were recruiting, would you, mm-hmm. if you knew what you know now, would you change some things that you did? And and have you seen some things that you thought, man, I just don't know if that if if they should be doing that. We we're talking, and we're gonna I'm gonna ask you that a little bit later in the show. We're talking to Kelly Kennedy. She's in town. Her daughter is playing down at the Wisconsin Center uh, for the uh, Windy City. It's a big tournament. Yes, USJN. U- yep, big <laughs> tournament. And uh, they're playing there this weekend. We're going to talk to Finley and Caitlin. Caitlin seems like she definitely wants to come in and talk. Finley, I'm going to I'm gonna have to get a little bit out of her. Uh, 15 years old and... and uh, I'm looking forward to that. She's a good basketball player, huh? You're proud of her. I am. I am. She can stroke it, but the biggest thing is, man, she's got court vision and basketball IQ beyond measure. So that's what's fun. Man, we're looking forward to talking to her. Again, go to CoachKellyKennedy.com. If you have interest in Broken to Bold, I I can't recommend that book enough. And there's something in in there for everybody, but it's, it's highs and lows. Very transparent of of coach kennedy's career and some of the things that that have happened to her along the way the good the bad and the ugly again coach kellykennedy.com this is the U sports show brought to you by donovan and jorgensen heating and cooling only on 1250 a.m the fan the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling only on 1250 AM The Fan I'm Mike McGivern, great first segment with Coach Kelly Kennedy go to CoachKellyKennedy.com and Broken to Bold, I I just uh, have a hard time recommending anything more, it has something in it for all of us, as a grandfather as a grandparent, an uncle, a coach a player, a fan there's something in that book I believe for everybody we're now joined. We've kicked uh, Coach Kennedy out of the studio. And uh, Finley, who is 15 years old, and Caitlin, two of uh, her three daughters, are with us. Finley, it's nice to meet you. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So you're uh, you're playing in a pretty big, the Windy uh, City Tournament going on at the Wisconsin Center starting uh, today. Now, we're, we're recording this on Friday. It's going to air on Saturday, but you guys play this evening, correct? Yeah. Um, this team, have you played in some games with, with this team? We played in, like, one local tournament, but other than that, this is How did you guys tournament. do in the local tournament? We won all three of our games, and then our last one we lost. Hey, Kate, uh, Finley, I'm sorry. Um, is this the same group that you played with last year, or is this totally different for you? It's a new group. I haven't played AAU in a while, so this is, like, a first time for me. Excited? Yeah. Good for you. What position do you play? Uh, I'm like a small forward or a three. Okay. Um, so your mom made a comment uh, at the end of the last segment that said, look, Finley's basketball IQ is really high, and she really has a great vision of the floor. And uh, you don't mind giving the ball up a little bit? No, I give it up too much. You do? Some people would say. You want They, they want you to shoot it a little bit more? Yeah. Um, what part of the game? So, are you in love with the game? Yeah, I love you, are you a multi-sport athlete? I play soccer also. Do you know I loved coaching soccer players in basketball? 
And I love you. You might be the first that can shoot it because the soccer people I always coach could run all day long, play defense like crazy, but none of them could shoot a lick. So I'm glad to hear you can shoot it a little bit. Um, do you get in the gym a lot? Um, do you get some time in to get some shots up? Um, with I have soccer lifting and basketball practice and everything. But I go to a trainer, and sometimes I go to the gym with my mom just to shoot. Yeah, good for you. Caitlin, it's nice to meet you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So, Caitlin, you're 13, and you're a volleyball and basketball player. Yeah. What sports do you like more, do you think? I like basketball more. Yeah? Your mom said that uh, your shot is, is coming. It's mm-hmm. it's coming around nicely. Mm-hmm. What what position do you normally play on the basketball floor? Um, I typically play like a two or three. So no point guards in the room, huh? I th- That was my favorite, by the way. I loved point guards. I loved people that could get in the gap and kick and understand that role. But we, I never had a good point guard if I didn't have good people that could shoot the ball from the wing, right? You get in the gap, and now you've hit two in a row. I've always taught point guards, look, we're going to go to her and continue to feed her until, you know what, she missed two in a row. We'll go, look, I'll come back to you, but we're going to go this way. But if she hits eight in a row... Let's keep going that way, get in the gap, draw, and, and kick. Um, Caitlin, what grade are you in? I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade. And Finley? I'm in ninth grade. You're in ninth grade. Um, how was seventh grade? Middle school? So were you guys in the same school until this year? Yeah. yeah. So you had um, – who's the better student, by the way? I guess it doesn't – Caitlin. So did, did the pressure of, of – of, being like Finley, did that come at all? No, not really. I feel like I just kind of do. Whatever. You do you. Yeah. Finley, any um, Molly obviously is is uh, your older sister is is big time volleyball player. Any pressure now? Are you at the same school with her now? Yeah. So teachers say, well, boy, I've had your your sister, and you need to, you should do this more like her, or no pressure with that. I like that. Yeah, only my Spanish teacher. No Espanol. Uno, dos, tres. That's all I've got. Yeah. So, you know what? And and Spanish teacher's probably just trying to, to, to push you a little bit. Molly, did Molly play multiple sports? She played basketball also. This year as well? She, no, like okay. in grade school. Okay. So, um, I was talking to your mom, and as a former basketball coach, I always struggled with freshmen or sophomores that we thought needed to be on varsity because we wanted them to practice against the best players in the school but couldn't find time for them on the floor. And, I look, I will tell you exactly how I feel about anything you want to know. I can't figure that one out. You just went through it. Um, in your opinion, and the coaches make the final decision, in your opinion, would it have been better for you to, 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 to just stay 100% on varsity Practice against them, even though you weren't getting a lot of playing time, or would you believe it would have been better to just stay on JV and, and play a ton? I play. I practiced varsity and then played three quarters or sometimes four of JV, and then went in varsity a little because we won every game. Your so, varsity team did. Yeah, we were undefeated the whole season. And one state? No, we lost. But we should have. Did you get to regional sectional? How how deep um, in the playoffs? We got to regional semis, okay. and then we lost in a game that we shouldn't have. So, so here's the cool part about and and for a coach, I feel bad for those seniors, but I feel really good about the juniors, sophomores, and freshmen 
because now you felt that. You go through the year undefeated. Um, 36 years of coaching, the worst loss I ever had was the teams called Oostburg. We were undefeated and lost to them. We were up six in overtime. And they took their five worst players and put them in the scores table, and they didn't buzz them in. We missed the front of, an alley of a free throw. They hit a three, took a timeout, and beat us. And um, I can tell you that we won back-to-back state championships because of that. Because that feeling in your heart and your gut, not going to happen to us again. And so that's good. Hey, um, Caitlin, when, when you're on the basketball court um, or the volleyball court, do, do, and if your mom isn't coaching, who would you hear more from the crowd, your mom or dad? Uh, definitely my mom. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. How about how about you, Finley? Same. Yeah, our dad's kind of. Yeah, he's not very. He's quiet. Yeah. Um, do you know that my wife and I never sat next to each other during one of my son's college basketball games, oh. the first one, and then after that she said, "You can't sit by me. You don't cheer correctly." What does that mean? I know what it means. It means I yell at the referees yeah. and I yell at my son. The other thing he told me was if the gym was packed, he couldn't. he's on the floor. He couldn't hear his coach, but he could hear me from the top of the bleachers. He said, Dad, I'm, I'm so in tune with your voice. Did you really say, are you ever going to knock down a shot today? I go, yeah, but I just said it to myself. He goes, oh, to yourself. I heard it on the floor. Hey, how do you so far, how do you like playing for your mom? I like it. But it's it's sometimes I don't know. It's just different. It's it's hard, right? Yeah. It is. It's 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 really hard. It was very difficult for my son and I at times. It it was because I I would be even at home, he's doing his homework and I would say, Why in the world would you not have run twenty two the way I asked you to run it? And he'd be like, Look, I'm doing my homework. And it, it, it str- we struggled for a while, and then we figured it out. And once I figured out out his father, not his coach, once we got home, um, that that really helped us a lot. Caitlin, how about you? Um, yeah, I for basketball, I haven't really had like any other coach other than my mom. Um, it can be like nice to be able to like if I need help with something like at home, I can just ask her like, oh, like what am I supposed to do with this? But, I mean, I I feel like I haven't really had like the experience that Finley has had yet. So it's coming. Yeah, it's it's coming. And (laughs) excuse me, do you know the cool part is your mom and Finley? Your mom is learning all the time. I mean, you know what you think? Well, and and the difference is when I coached my son, I was a high school basketball coach. Your mom was a Division One college basketball coach, and sometimes it's. it's hard, and like in tomorrow's game, that first game, if if uh, you give her you give her a little slack, you know, mm-hmm. because this is going to be a new experience, I think, for her at this level, and to be an assistant coach sometimes it's hard when you're the one normal normally making the decisions to now step back and have to kind of be quiet, take your lead from the head coach, um, is is really difficult sometimes for sure. Hey, did your mom co- did she coach your volleyball team as well? Yeah, but there was one, like, season thing that I had where she didn't coach. It was, like, my friend's mom. But How did that go? Good? That yeah, was good, it right? was good. Hey, Finley, do you think about um, – and, look, you're a freshman in high school, so you can change your mind 15 times. 
But if you close your eyes at night and think, man, if I could ever get a chance to go there, if you could go play basketball in college anywhere in the country, where would you go? I haven't really thought of that, right? Like, and I haven't really thought about it that much. And I, I don't really have any dream colleges. Okay. Yeah. Not yet. No. You, what will happen is if somebody starts calling or starts coming, like every girl that I've asked that question to the last few years has said UConn. That's what they've said. I'd, I'd like to go to UConn. Yeah. And, but now there's some, some other teams that are starting to, to really play well, and, and they didn't win a, a national championship this year. And um, when, when it's volleyball kids, from this area they say, Wisconsin. I want to go to Wisconsin. Maybe Ohio State? Well, I feel I I'm not really planning on like doing volleyball in like high school and stuff, but You're, I'm sure my sister would be very excited if she could go to Wisconsin for volleyball. Yeah, they're they they're good. Yeah, they're really you you don't so you're not planning on on playing sports. You don't think in high school? Well, I think I want to play basketball, but probably not volleyball. If you could um, play basketball anywhere in the who you're an NBA fan, right? Yeah. Cavs? Mm-hmm. LeBron James fan or not? Yeah. Have I to mean, be, right? Yeah. I mean, he's from Akron. Yeah. And you guys are from Akron. Did they still love him there or were they mad when he made the decision to leave? Um, I don't really know, honestly. Yeah. There uh there were some upset people. Yeah. I when, think he's coming back. I think he will. I think him and Bronny are going to play. I, that's a great point. I think so too and I, I think, think I think he should end his career at the Cavs. I do, yeah. too. I just think he feels like he has to. So, um, A Browns fan or Bengals fan? Browns. Browns. They, they got to figure out what to do with that quarterback. Yeah. I think Baker. they're going to be good this year. I think you guys are going to be really good. Yeah. I just, they got to figure out. They, they got to make sure that this new quarterback takes care of all the other stuff. Yeah. All the mm-hmm. issues that, that he has had. Hey, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, take you out of the studio for the next segment. I'm going to talk to your mom. And that last segment is going to be a short segment, but I'm, I'm going to have all three of you together. Is that all right? Yeah. You guys are great. Thank you for this. I really appreciate it. Finley and Caitlin Kennedy. Again, their mom will join us. Um, go to uh, CoachKellyKennedy.com for more information. And look up that book, Broken to Bold. I, I really recommend that. This is the U Sports Show. Brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. We are presented, as always, by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. We're joined again by Kelly Kennedy. Hey, Kelly, Finley and Caitlin... Uh, like they're my favorite now. What, what really nice young girls? Oh, thank you. I I love them. They're good kids. I was um so happy when uh, Finley. I wasn't sure about, and she. You know what? She was so good. She's 15 years old, and the last thing you want to do is talk to some old dude that doesn't know you. And 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 she did really good. And Caitlin is just so sweet, and they were very honest. And and I really like that a lot. Hey, um, we had talked earlier at the end of the first segment, you know, about the recruitment part about Molly. And I wanted, if it's okay with you, just to kind of just revisit that for a second. Have have you, um, 
when when you when you see that process of of coaches wanting her to come to their college, you were part of that game for a long time. Have you learned? Have you changed how you would recruit if you ever got back to that? I think I think the biggest thing is honesty for coaches and for for parents, and and that's. When I talk to coaches, I tell them I was a college coach because it's like, hey, I understand this process. So, you know, let's just be honest with one another. I think advice I would give people being recruited, and this happened with with my daughter. Um, she's 6'2", and she's been getting Division One interest, and I'm observing as I'm at the tournaments, and, and her club team – isn't a top club team. Okay. I mean, you're only, I mean, she's, she's a high level player. Um, definitely recruitable, low D one, uh, high D two. And she had a lot of coaches come to her court. So over, over a few tournaments, there's this app. It shows how many evaluations you right. had. And she had, she had 40 D ones evaluate her. Okay. But, they weren't calling. So it's like, well, if they're not calling, then maybe there's something, maybe we're just not at that level yet. So, sure. so from my perspective, we changed, we changed gears a bit. I'm like, Mal, we need to start looking at, at the D2s and, you know, humbly saying, listen, there's certain things they see, but but you're just not quite there. And she's a junior. So, so we reached out to, top d2 programs and honestly that day i sent information to the d2 and they they were in the elite eight and they called that day and said we want to bring molly on an official visit just like that and i said i said i'm sorry did you say official visit and they said yes i'm like okay um so so understanding there's a level that you can be most successful at so be honest with yourself as a parent as as an athlete if they're not getting phone calls then they're not interested so you gotta move and and change gears I had kids um over the years that would get a letter and and you know how many letters that these school and they'd say hey I'm being recruited by Mm -hmm. and I'd say you're not it's a letter because you went to a camp Mm-hmm. No, no, I have the letter. They're they're looking at me, and it was just it was hard. Um, the other thing that that I tried to tell these kids I coached, and I I have college basketball coaches on this basketball show that I, high school show that I do, and I had a college guy call me, and he was from Rhode Island. He said, "I'm coming in to to, to look at this player. Um, you have time for dinner?" I go, "Yeah, I'll go to the game with you." And he said, "We need to be there a half hour before." I said, "Okay." I go, "Why are we here this early?" He said, I know the kid can play. I want to know what he's like before the game. I want to know what he's like in warm-ups. Is he engaged with his players? Is he talking to his girlfriend? Is he looking at his phone? I want to know all about it. And he, by the by halftime, had, had taken this kid off the list. And then asked me, do you know about this other kid? I don't know his name. And I go, yeah, I know his family really well. And they started recruiting that kid. He said, look, it's a $250,000 date for me. It's a it's." I ha- I can't be wrong. I've got to be right on these things or I'm out of a job. And when I saw him warming up, I knew immediately I was done with him. 
Mm-hmm. And it, because everybody else I'm recruiting can play as well as him, have the same grades, but I need a kid buying in. The other thing, Kelly, years ago we had a Southern Miss uh, football coach in studio, and his whole job, young guy, his whole job is on Thursday, they, they, the coach staff would give him a list of 50. And his, by the weekend, he had to find every social media post these kids have ever done. And he said, I'm really good at what I do. And those kids that have one one Facebook page that says I'm at church on Sundays and another one with a different name and they're at a kegger party, I get them all. And I'll cross off 30 of them sometimes over the weekend. You don't want to recruit those kids. So I think that's important for, for kids to know. Absolutely. And even, co- you know, conversations I know as a college coach, I mean, you watch how are kids reacting to their parents? You know, there's a kid, Mom, I need water. It's like, right. excuse me. Uh, I, I don't know, like... Even if I see kids today on Molly's volleyball team and I talk to the coach, I said, you know, you didn't see her in the match do, you know, they struggled today. Like, okay, you didn't see a whole lot. He says, I saw, I watch her on the sidelines. I watch how she's reacting with her teammates. I watch how she's reacting when they're not doing well. Right. Is she still encouraging or is she hanging her head and, and being a turd over there on the sideline? Yeah. So, so if you're athletes out there and parents and you're saying, why, you know, what's wrong? Why is nobody looking at my kid? You got to look in the mirror and say, what are we presenting out there? Because every minute they're out there, they're on an interview. They're being watched. And if it's not that coach watching them, it's somebody else who knows them that's saying, you know what? Red flag here on right. that kid. You know, when I say that, and, and look, I'm the old coach that doesn't know what he's talking about, um, and, and I get it. That's fine. But but parents understand what she just said. It's unbelievable. We're not going to have time for this, and I'm sorry, but where youth sports is going is scaring me um, with some of the stuff that's going on. I just saw a video the other day of a referee, a woman referee with a big knot on her face from a woman coming out of the stands the woman who punched the referee had a shirt that said world's greatest mom. And then they put her in handcuffs because she punched the ref in the face. And I just, we're going to, we're, we're going to get to a point that we're not going to be able to play a lot of games because we can't get people to referee. And look, I referee, I, these guys have a job that I wouldn't or could do. I, I, I have thinner skin than they do and they do great. I, I, I wish younger people would get into it and help. And be involved in it, but I'm afraid for you sports. There's there's a lot of that, and you know that's part of this weekend that I'm kind of like, ugh, because the volleyball world and the basketball world are very different, right? Um, and and the the you know the fans and and the fan involvement I think is is different. Everybody thinks they should be able to yell at the official, and it, it's what you don't understand is the officials are people. And if they understand who your kid is out there on the court and you're complaining about not getting a call for your kid, guess what? You're not That's getting. not going to change. No, it is not going to change. <laughs> hey, we're going to get to a break. Um, other side of the break, is it okay with you if we bring the girls back and, and have you all three in studio? I've got a couple of questions for them, and we'll goof around a little bit. Oh, sounds great. She is Kelly Kennedy, former Division I women's basketball coach. To have her in Milwaukee – Doing this show, um, man, I feel very blessed and lucky that she was willing to do this. Go to CoachKellyKennedy.com. Look for the book, Broken to Bold. 
I, I just um, it's gonna be you're gonna put it down maybe once and then read through it because it's really good, good advice. And she is very transparent, very open with the the good, the bad, and the ugly of some of the things that happened to her as a coach. Broken to Bold is the name of that coach, kellykennedy.com. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM. The fan, what a fun show this has been for me. We've got all our guests in studio now, Finley and Caitlin, along with their mom, Kelly Kennedy. And guys, on Faith in the Zone, I normally ask this question, but I'm going to bring it over to my U Sports Show. And Finley, I'm going to start with you. Of all the uniforms you've ever put on, now you're 15 years old, so there's not been a tremendous amount of uniforms, but there's been enough. If I put them in the closet and you could pick one uniform out to play one more game, what uniform do you pick and who do you play against? I would pick my grade school team. So you would pick your grade school team? Yeah. What What's the name of the grade school? St. Hillary. Okay. What grade? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Who would, who would you play against? Probably St. Barnabas. Did you enjoy that eighth grade team? Yeah. You did a lot. Mm-hmm. How many of those girls go to the same high school with you? A few of them? Three or four of yeah. them. What um, did you beat? Did you beat St. Barnabas? Yeah, we always beat them except for the last game we played against them in the season. We only had four girls, and they played with five. You? Why did you only have four? Well, it was like our team was small, and one of our girls tore her ACL. Another had a concussion. Oh. And then another was in another state for soccer, I think. So we only had four, but they played with five girls. So how'd you play that game? Uh, we almost won, but how about you personally? Did you have a big uh, game? No, not really. But you almost beat him with four. Mm-hmm. You'd like that game again, or would you like to have five? I'd like to have five and yeah, then beat I, them. Philly, that's awesome. I, you almost beat him with with four. Good yeah. for you guys, Caitlin. Same question. Um, I would do... Here, could you come to the microphone a little bit? There we yeah. go. Thanks. I would do my grade school as well, like this year, our championship game, because I wasn't able to play because I was sick, Oh. and I would have wanted to play. Did you guys win? Yeah. You did. Were, mm-hmm. you, were you at home? No, I was there, but I wasn't feeling like well enough to play. play. Boy, that's hard, right? Yeah. Kind of emotional. Yeah, I was sad. So happy that the team still won, though. Yeah. Man, good for you. What's the name of the great school? St. Hillary. So same. And who'd you beat in the finals? St. Sebastian. Man, St. Sebastian's. No, I hope there's nobody from St. Sebastian's, Ohio, listening. So good for you. Uh, Kelly, thank you so much for these girls. And go ahead. So the awesome thing is, Mike, as we're talking about coaching youth sports, I was the coach of both of those both of those teams for those girls. So I don't know that I had anything to it. And I wasn't at Caitlin's championship game because I was, but I was watching it. And, you know, if you're not there and your team still wins, you, maybe you prepared them well. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I'm you just, did. We, but, yeah. but 
it's awesome what did to you have those run? experiences. What did you run when you only had four? Did you run a 2-2 zone? Uh, pretty much, but that team was a great defensive team. And I mean, we—that's what we did. We we played like a matchup zone, just flying around, helping in the paint, and because kids can't shoot a ton at that level, so it's like we're gonna we're gonna pressure and we're gonna we're gonna help into the paint and make them shoot jump shots, and right. then we're gonna steal it and we're gonna go make layups. So uh, that's that's pretty much what we did. Kayla, how t- how tired were you at the end of that game? Uh, Finley, sorry, it okay. was. I don't really remember it actually. But you, I, you played. To, you yeah. know, you just played. Yeah. Thank goodness nobody fouled out. Because mm-hmm. that would have been tough to play with three. That's for sure. We had a girl that we played against. Her name was Autumn, in the in the state semifinals on the girls' side, and I put in defense that we're just going to double team her and and just triangle and two just on her, and I thought okay somewhere middle of the first half I'll I'll bust it out. And my son during warm-ups said, you need to start with it. I go, what? He goes, have you watched her? I go, ah, not really. I, he goes, Dad, watch her in warm-ups. So we busted this out right away, and their coach left her at half court and went four against three, and we beat him. If he had just gotten her involved, we had no chance. We had no chance. So, hey, guys, I, <coughs> excuse me, I can't thank you enough. I really can't. Uh, Finley, good luck this weekend. Thank you. Um, I hope that the state of Wisconsin, the city of Milwaukee, um, you 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 guys have fond memories of when you guys leave. Um, Caitlin, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Hey, Coach, thank you. I really appreciate it. Coach, kellykennedy.com is where you're going to want to go. And, uh, again, she is an author to a book called Broken to Bold. And please pick it up. I think there's something in there for all of us. I really do. And it is the good and the bad and the ugly. And thanks for sharing. Coach, good to meet you and good to see you. Thanks, Mike. It's always a a pleasure to visit with you. Excellent. Thanks for listening. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan.